Hello and welcome to Protect Your Copyrights with the Red Giant Rights Group CEO, Robert King. On today's podcast, we learn more about windows and how your windows are closing. Are you taking advantage of what Congress has given you? And now, here's Robert King with Protect Your Copyrights. Hey everyone, thanks for joining our podcast, Protect Your Copyrights. My name is Robert King. I run a company called Red Giant Rights Group. We started it with the older artist in mind, uh, those older artists who are not aware of all of their rights, particularly given to them by the U.S. Congress. And we also assist surviving family members most of which uh, don't have any inclination of their rights. Uh, they were not artists. They were not in the industry. Uh, they have wills, trusts, and estate attorneys handling their estates uh, who know very little, if anything, about copyright law. So uh, we hope that you'll check out all of our podcast episodes and learn what you can feel free to reach out to me personally, but let's see what we'll talk about today. Hey, everybody. How are you doing today? Thanks for listening to Protect Your Copyrights. I'm Robert King, CEO of Red the Giant Rights Group. Today, we're talking about timing. We're talking about the, uh, the time that you have in order to protect your copyrights. So first, let's talk about the uh, the length of the copyright and the value that you have from creating that copyright and uh, the years of exploitation that you and your family uh, will enjoy, particularly if you have a copyright that has uh, been recognized and consumed by audiences uh, nationally, internationally. So... The primary date that you want to keep in mind is January 1st, 1978. And the major difference between pre-January 1st, 1978 and post-January 1st, 1978 is the, uh, the, the, the passage of the law update to the Copyright Act of 1976. Now, just to be clear... I am not an attorney, and I am giving you my interpretation of what I have read on the topic. Uh, you can definitely consult your uh, copyright attorney, uh, uh, and, and I recommend that you <laughs> that you seek out a copyright attorney. Not all entertain, entertainment attorneys understand copyrights, uh, which is fine. They're excellent at what they do, but not necessarily an understanding of the Copyright Act. So, and we use at Red Giant some of the best copyright attorneys in the country. So, from what I understand, that date is very important, January 1st, 1978. And so, prior to that, you have one law that uh, the, the timing applies to. And then, uh, after that, you have another law, different language, and uh, different timing applies. So if you created art prior to January 1st, 1978, it falls under one. And if you created art afterwards, it falls under the other. 
And if you created it in 77, it can get very convoluted uh, and definitely uh, you need to seek out uh, some advice, some counsel on what to do and how to protect yourself. So so here's the, here's the crux. Uh, here's the bottom line that you need to understand. There is something called public domain. And, uh, and as we know, songs like the Battle Hymn of the Republic, God Bless America, Star Spangled Banner, uh, uh, Stephen Foster's songs that were written in the 1800s, uh, uh, the early song from the 20th century, these are all in what's called public domain, meaning you and I could take these songs and play them uh, willy-nilly, <laughs> exploit them, uh, play them on our programs, uh, put them on television, put them in our shows, and use them because they are part of the public. Um, if it is a recording of, of that song after 1922, then you got to be careful. Uh, but if you were to make your own recording of that song, then the... Um, it is in public domain, so you have every right to do that. So, and the public domain, as far as I understand, is 23, 24, somewhere around there, 1923, 1922, 1924. Again, consult your attorney. But you're talking about the early 20s. So things that uh, are prior to, uh, copyrights that are prior to, when we're talking about songs, you're talking about books, uh, prior to 1978, then, uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> prior to 1922, they fall within this concept of public domain. Keep those things in mind. Those are those are songs, books. Oh, uh, The Great Gatsby, I believe, is, the, is one that came into, uh, that fell into the public domain this year. So, so think about those books, all the books that were written prior to 1972 and plays that were written prior to 1972. These are all in the public domain. So when we're talking about music and, we're, and songwriting and, and, and then sound recordings after February 15th, 1972, then that January 1st, 1978 date is very important because... Prior to that, you have, and I think it was in 19, what is it, 09 or 1919? I think it's 1909. The, uh, the, the update to the Copyright Act that they made uh, was, I believe it was, let me see if I can remember these, uh, 28 years. So maybe it was a 14-year uh, uh, length of copyright in the beginning, uh, and then extended to 28 years. Uh, and then that was extended, maybe in the 60s. Don't quote me on these. I, again, I'm not an attorney. But, uh, but, but the 28 years extended to two 28-year terms. So if you are, here's what you need to know. If you want a chance to either get your copyrights back or to renegotiate any existing deals, uh, uh, prior to 1978, think of 56 years. So whatever your date is, uh, 56 years is a very important window of time. Now, the statute, when you read it, um, <laughs> is convoluted, and maybe it's written that way on purpose. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure, but it, it took me a long time to understand exactly what that window is. 
But, uh, but let me say this to you very uh, plainly. If you are a songwriter and you had hits in the 60s and you have not terminated or taken advantage of your right to terminate, then definitely uh, reach out to the, a copyright attorney to assist you in that process. We're happy to answer any of your questions at Red Giant. This is a, there could be great value to you uh, to take advantage of that. So you're talking about songwriters in the 60s, early 70s, and then recording artists uh, in the 70s, and then post January 1st, 1978, you're looking at a different statute, but 60s, 70s, 80s artists, even early 90s, those are important uh, windows of time that uh, that uh, that you can focus on if you're creating art in those times. Now is the time to talk to, uh, to uh, talk to a copyright attorney or get some uh, advice. So, two fifty uh, two twenty eight year periods, uh, fifty six years prior to January first, nineteen seventy eight. After January first, nineteen seventy eight, think about thirty five years. So, uh, and, and really, uh, really, uh, you can start doing, uh, making a difference after 25 years, but, uh, but think about 35 years as that, uh, as that important date. Now, uh, you have a legacy, right? Because you created this art prior to 1978 and you have, uh, after you die, uh, and you leave your art to your surviving family members, your copyright continues to uh, to exist, and you continue to get paid on that copyright and uh, based on the agreements that you have. And the length, the term, the length of that copyright is uh, <laughs> changes often. Uh, but uh, mo most recently, it's uh, 95 years. And uh, I believe even more recently, as part of the Music Modernization Act, that was extended to, I, I believe, uh, either 105 or 120 years. So 2067, I believe, is an important date. So the... Uh, you, you definitely need to look at, if you're a surviving family member of an artist that created art in the, in the 60s, 70s, uh, before January 1st, 1978, get an idea of how long your term is, how long your copyrights exist. And if you still fall within the window to terminate, then that will allow you to have a discussion. There is another part of... The, uh, the that previous uh, statute to prior to January 1st, 1978. And it looks like there's a third window of time. This is debatable. People argue about it. Even attorneys argue about it. Uh, but uh, the, it does look like uh, to, uh, to, to many copyright attorneys that there is a third window of time. And that's if you're creating art in the 40s and 50s. So if you're a surviving family member of a uh, playwright, author, singer-songwriter, uh, uh, well, primarily songwriter, uh, if, you're, uh, if you're and you have are being paid a royalty on those 
those pieces of art, then you may have a window to terminate it, even if it's in the 40s and 50s. Again, seek out counsel. So, so the good news is that uh, there are windows of time for you to protect your copyrights. And the bottom line is we started Red Giant Rights Group in order to help older artists and surviving, bam- surviving family members protect their copyrights. That's, that is our mission. That is our raison d'etre. That is, uh, uh, that is uh, every morning when we get up, that's what we're focused on. So, uh, but <laughs> the bad news is, oh, I'm sorry. Let me, let me jump. Before I tell you the bad news, let me jump to after January 1st, 1978. Uh, the, the length of your copyright after, uh, after January 1st, 1978 is for the rest of your life plus 70 years. So even after you're gone, your heirs will continue to reap the benefits of your creativity for 70, at least 70 years after uh, your death. If you're in a group or it is uh, your copyright has been uh, co-written or co-created, then the uh, that term, that 70 year term begins when the last person in the creation, in the group, or if it's co-written, the last person dies. So uh, so you may pass away uh, at a certain time, but your partner stays uh, alive for the next, uh, for another 10, 15 years, then your family enjoys uh, more time on their copyrights even after, even more than the 70 years, uh, even after your death. So now, just a side note, if you have, if you are listening to this and you are a creator and you have copyrights, you need a wills trust and a state attorney who is creating your will, who is writing the language of your will to understand the value of your copyrights and to understand the windows of protection. Obviously, this is something at Red Giant that we can assist, uh, where we can assist, um, but you have to be careful on which wills, trusts, and estate attorney you choose because very few of them, if any of them, have any clue on termination rights. Uh, We happen to know uh, uh, some uh, and some of the best, but uh, and we can definitely point you in the in the right direction and assist you in that process. But if you you can you can hurt your family, uh, or uh, let me say it this way: you can uh, your family will will uh, wind up in uh, probate uh, litigation uh, uh, fighting over your uh, your copyrights if it's not clearly delineated uh, and let a copyright attorney help you uh, because the intricacies are um, they're very confusing and and very important so if you have not done that yet and uh, this is a very this is an important step and and please heed our advice because artists are Unfortunately, uh, popular artists and talented uh, contributors, creators are passing away 
seems like every week, if not uh, every day, um, that we're losing uh, people, uh, very creative people. And, and we know for a fact that some of these artists, household names, have not taken the steps to protect their copyrights, uh, even though somebody may have knocked on their door and tried very hard to help them protect their copyrights before they were gone, and now their family is in a mess, and, and, and they didn't do what they needed to do in a timely manner. Very, very important. Very, very important. I can't stress it enough. So uh, we're happy to discuss that with you if need be. But let me tell you the bad news, okay? There is good news. There are windows of time. The bad news is uh, if your window closes, then, uh, then you miss your opportunity. And when I say you miss your opportunity, in some cases you miss your opportunity forever. So that is gone. It's uh, you had an opportunity. It was gifted to you by the U.S. Congress, and you didn't take advantage of it, and it's gone forever. And and that's uh, of course to us that's <laughs> extremely disappointing. And again, this happens every day. We run across artists that that or um, surviving family members that uh, we can't even keep up with it. The the wave it, it's it when you go to the beach and you're staying on the beach and the, a wave hits your feet and then another wave hits your feet and then another wave hits your feet and then another wave. Just a constant flow of waves. Uh, hitting, uh, brushing up against the sand, hitting your feet. That is what it's like every day trying to keep up with all the copyrights that expire on a daily basis. Like expire, like the window closes and they're, and the opportunity has gone forever. So, and that's uh, disparaging and disheartening and very frustrating for us. Uh, who are who are uh, who are dedicated to assisting artists and surviving family members to protect their copyrights? So, yeah. So, so there is. So, so you do need to know about these windows. These windows open, and they stay open for a good number of years, and then they close. And once they close, it's gone. And what we try to do is sometimes we run into a, a, a copyright or an artist and that window is closing and we try to reach out to them and say, hey, do you know about it? Now, think about this. <clears throat> Sorry to interrupt. This is Robert King, CEO of Red Giant Rights Group. I want to sh make sure that you know that we are available to answer your questions. Feel free to call me on my cell phone for a confidential conversation, 917-848-9934. Again, 917-848-9934. And now back to the podcast. Please, <laughs> please listen and understand this. Because we sometimes get uh, a little flack. We get a little heat because we're reaching out to them, quote unquote, at the last minute. Let me tell you something. Number one, the publisher and the label did not reach out to you and tell you that this window was open and has been for many years. Number two, 
whoever you have on your team, manager, attorney, agent, friend, colleague, um, uh, family member, they didn't tell you about this window and that it was closing. Red Giant comes in at the end sometimes because we see the window closing and we say, hey, are you aware of this? If you're not aware of this, take advantage of the opportunity to protect your copyrights. We're not the villains. We're, we're, and we don't consider ourselves saviors. However, we can execute and assist you to protect those rights. And it's, if you want to be frustrated at somebody, besides being frustrated at yourself, which, hey, we get it. I'm, I, I think you've heard me say before, I'm an artist. I get it. I, I want to create art. I just want to write songs and sing them. I mean, I get it. So, but be frustrated. You, you can be frustrated at your attorney. You can be frustrated at your manager. You can be frustrated at those in your immediate circle who have not at least provided the option for you, or at least in the know enough to uh, uh, to let you know what was going on. Listen, I've I've had some conversations, some tough conversations with very uh, well. They're not household names necessarily, but if you're in the industry, you know who these managers are. You know who these attorneys are. Uh, you uh, you may know who uh, some of the family members are. And they, uh, <laughs> I spoke, I, I had a chance at one of the conferences to have a conversation with uh, one of the top agents in the country. Um, and I went up to this person and said, X, Y, and Z, this is what we do. And his response to me was, I've never heard of that. So it's not necessarily the agent's job because they're more in line with the booking, but I have plenty of managers who've never heard of it. I have plenty of, of uh, artists who've never heard of it. And, and, and there are some attorneys who know about it, but then just don't really know the intricacies of it. Then you have the people who just don't believe you. Uh, you will share this information with them uh, and and God forbid we we say anything uh, uh, <laughs> that isn't accurate, because we know our reputation is on the line every time that we uh, speak out about uh, protecting your copyrights. And if we're wrong, then that doesn't look good for Red Giant. So so when we go out there to say what we say, to say that your window is closing. We say it with extreme confidence that uh, that you are able to that there that you can do something about it, and then to have people uh, uh, either artists or managers to be incredulous, or to say, "Oh yeah, well I heard X, Y, and Z say uh, uh, intimating that that it was not a possibility." Uh, and 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 I and I'll hold those stories uh, close to my uh, close to my heart, and not share the specifics with you because it can be very, very frustrating to hear somebody say, "I've been in the business for thirty years. I've never heard of this." <laughs> 
Let me say, let me say something at the risk of being obnoxious, at the risk of being controversial. Just because you haven't heard of it doesn't mean it's not true. You can be in the business for, for 60 years, and just because you haven't heard of it doesn't mean it's not true. Uh, this is uh, this is not something, I know you've heard me say this, this is not something that Red Giant made up. It's not something where we sat around and said, hey, let's go after uh, these older artists and uh, and somehow uh, come up with come up with an angle <laughs> that uh, we can bamboozle them with with uh, with timelines and deadlines. This is federal law granted to every creator that any that any creator that created a copyright, federal law gifted by the US Congress to you in order to protect. What when you create something, you don't have a clue on whether or not it's gonna be great or it's or it's just gonna be another song. And then all of a sudden, it's celebration. Celebrate good times. Come on. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so you had, I mean, you liked it, and it was fun making it, but you had no idea that it was going to be sung at... Uh, <laughs> at ball games and and concerts and television uh, shows and uh, advertising campaigns for decades as much as I as much as talented as those gentlemen are who created that song they didn't know that so uh, <laughs> so that being the case Congress says, hey, okay, some time has passed. Your copyright is valuable. Uh, go get it back or go get a larger piece of it. Benefit your family. And uh, to wrap this up, take advantage of your window. Your, you have... The opportunity you have, uh, you have the opportunity to review your canon, to review all of the all of the all of the art that you've created, and to say, and we understand not every piece of art is a moneymaker, right? So let's say that you have a you have an album, and you have a uh, one song off of it that was a hit. Here is the danger that some artists uh, get get uh, obsessed with. That's the only valuable copyright. No, it's not. We have we're working in uh, synchronizations and and licensing. We had a request last week for uh or uh, maybe it was a couple weeks ago but we had a request for one of the uh, hot Netflix shows and it is set in a certain year 
uh, back, you know, several decades ago. It's set in a certain year, and so they're looking for songs from that year, right? That makes sense. <laughs> I mean, look at the, the look at um, isn't the Wonder Woman the new Wonder Woman movie that was supposed to come out this summer, except that all the theaters were closed. The the but the new Wonder Woman movie isn't it set in like 1984, 1986, something like that. So all of the music is on the soundtrack is from that year or that era. So, yes, you had <clears throat> you had a hit. That's great. But you created art. You created music. And there are more production companies looking for interesting, uh, uh, underdeveloped, uh, not necessarily popular. Frankly, they're uh, frankly it's cheaper because uh, they're not as popular as some of the hits, but they're still great music, and they still may have. It may be a topical. It may have. Um, it, it may have a message in it that is perfect for the particular scene or the particular advertising campaign. So. You've created the art, man, and it is valuable. All of it. Not just your hit or hits. All of it. We try to find a place for every single... We see every asset. At Red Giant, we see every asset that you've ever created as something of value. Because we know... <laughs> that the uh, we know that the record labels see it that way. We know the publishers see it that way, and we know that you and your family are going to benefit over the next several decades, life plus seventy years. That's generational. So every opportunity for every piece of uh, of art that you created. Any chance you get, listen, I've got, we have one client that has over 500 songs uh, that they wrote, over 500 songs. And, and uh, this particular client is, uh, is making money on, let's say, 300 of the 500 plus songs. So let's say 60% to, to give us round numbers. Well, so do we discard the 40% altogether? No, no, we do not. We look at those songs and what's unique about them and how we might exploit them and give them a new life. If your asset doesn't make any money, so what? We know it's an asset. You need to know it's an asset. The record label considers it an asset. Otherwise, they would give it back to you, like without you even asking. But all of a sudden, when you ask, they're like, no, we're not giving it back to you. Why not? It's not making any money. You haven't put it out on any digital platforms. It's sitting in a vault somewhere or, or a warehouse. Or, uh, I mean, it, it is. It, you're not doing anything with it. Why do you want it? They want it because it's an asset on their spreadsheet. And if you come and take a bunch of their assets, the total value of their company becomes less, uh, decreases. So, so we, that's, <laughs> that's the way they look at it and they're multi-billion dollar organization. It's also the way we look at it. Uh, 
we know that everything you've ever created is of value. And we also know that some of you uh, have songs or, or scripts or manuscripts that have never been published that are of great value. Uh, we know that, uh, that there are stories of your life that have never been told uh, or, or have never been uh, acted out or presented in a certain way that are of value. We know that your life and your contributions through your art is valuable. And that's why we use the power of the intricacies of the Copyright Act to your advantage and to the advantage of your family members because we want to take whatever it is that you're earning now and double it or triple it or ten, uh, give it a multiple of 10 or multiple of 100. Whatever it is, we're going we're gonna to do our best to exploit the copyrights. And think about this. There are around 300 DSPs. DSP is a digital service provider. 300 of them. Are you getting paid from all 300? Are you getting paid everything that you're worth? Are you making all the money that has been set aside for you? So that is part of our mission as well. We're going to find every dollar that's out there that should be going to you and to your family. We're going to find it. And we're going to redirect it if it's going somewhere else or if it's sitting in a bank somewhere. We're going to redirect it so that it comes to you and your family. Now, I don't want to get off topic because we're talking about timing. But I do want to stress the point of value as well. It's not just, and the reason that you want to take take advantage of the timing is because everything has value. If you choose not to do this, the record label wins. The publisher wins. Again, you know how many conversations we've had, uh, I personally have had with older artists or family members who are just burnt out at 60, 70, 80 years old, who've been uh, taken advantage of, uh, uh, <laughs> I don't. I, I mean, I don't want to use the word. Uh, I don't want to trivialize uh, a word like rape, but they feel like that they have been raped by the record labels and by the publishers uh, because they are on a ninety ten deal or an, a ninety five five deal. Or did did I see something? Did I hear something the other day that was a ninety eight two? Deal? I feel like I did. Ladies and gentlemen, 98.2? Come on. That is, it's, I mean, this is just not, I don't get it. How, how have these companies gotten away with this for so long? So anyway, uh, take advantage of your windows. The windows have been gifted to you. You got to know when they are. Uh, you got to get counsel. You got to get advice. 
reach out to somebody who knows what they're doing. But it's not just about paperwork and protecting yourself with paperwork. You need somebody who's going to help you negotiate. And you don't need somebody who's just going to charge you billable hours. You need somebody who's going to negotiate on your behalf. Some of these attorneys that, that you have, now I'm speaking to you specifically because you have attorneys already. Some of them are also negotiating contracts with the record labels. Now, listen, follow me here. They're negotiating new artist contracts. They don't want to do anything to rock the boat with their record label relationships because they have new artist contracts that they're negotiating. We don't deal with that. We are... (laughs) Our dedication is to you, to your family, to get you the best deal possible. We don't, we aren't, we don't have one hand going in negotiating your uh, your uh, uh, copyright windows, and on the other hand, we're negotiating a brand new deal for a brand new artist. And uh, so, and we're not best friends with these people. We don't go to the same church that they go to. We don't, uh, our, our kids don't play on the same ball teams that, uh, that, that they do. Nothing wrong with the relationships. That's how business is done. But we're, we are advocates, 100% advocates for the artist and your time and your copyrights, your windows, your assets. So keep that in mind as you move forward. Uh, seek out counsel. Uh, take it. Learn what you can about these windows. Learn what you can about uh, the the value. See everything that you've created as valuable, like we do. Uh, let us know if you have masters or songs that have never been published, or masters that are not released on uh, digital service provide uh, platforms. This is now is the time. <laughs> there is there's like I've said already today. There's more going on now around the world than ever before. Your art is available around the world almost practically instantaneously uh, with all the platforms are today. So if you have assets that are sitting there, or let's take advantage of the assets that you made many decades ago. Let's figure it out. We're not, we're 100% advocates for you. We're not charging you billable hours. And uh, we specialize in this particular thing your windows, your assets. Uh, be careful who you rely on on your team who specialize in other things. It's, uh, we're, uh, <laughs> and to be clear, if you're a manager and you're listening to this, uh, we don't want to supplant you. Uh, I'm not a manager. I have no interest in managing an artist. I'd be horrible at managing an artist. Uh, we have. Uh, I'm, we're not an agency. We have. Uh, we don't have an interest in supplanting you as an agent, uh, or or uh, even attorneys. I'm happy to work with entertainment attorneys as long as they understand what we're doing and that we do this. You've heard me, you've, you've heard me use the analogy. It's the primary care physician and the cardiologist. Which one do you want to open your chest? 
All righty. So uh, I hope that uh, t- the today was informational. I hope that it challenges your way of thinking. This is real. This is this is important. This is valuable. And we want to see you take advantage of every opportunity that you have. Feel free to reach out to us at any time. We're happy to answer your questions and we're happy to be your advocates. Hang in there. Have a great time. We'll see you the next time. Thanks for listening to Protect Your Copyrights. Thanks for listening to Protect Your Copyrights with Red Giant Rights Group CEO Robert King. For a confidential conversation with Robert, give him a call on his cell phone at 917-848-9934. Once again, that's 917-848-9934. We hope you enjoyed this podcast and be sure to join us next time on Protect Your Copyrights with Robert King.